In early July 1947, on a sheep farm about 120 kilometres north of a little town called Roswell, a rancher on his morning routine comes across something unusual, a debris field. What did he find and what happens next? We'll find out on this week's episode of Cheeky Tales. Hello and welcome to another episode of Cheeky Tales. I'm your host for this week, John, and with me is my boy, Aaron. How are you, boy? Hello, boy. I'm good. That's good, boy. Good to hear. Is this a is this a spooky alien episode? It, it's a yeah, yeah, kind of a bit of a spooky hey, alien episode. Something I am. Um, I still don't see any Titanic models around. What's going on? Um, I, actually, I should actually have a look around before I say that. No, there's, there's no not. Uh, it turns out uh, my attention span is limited for things like that. You've moved on to the next. I've thing. moved on. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, you may have guessed it from the uh, introduction, which you which you did. Uh, but I'm going to tell you about the Roswell incident. Oh, really? I didn't get that at all mm. from the the intro that mentioned the word Roswell. Yeah. Have you heard of it? Uh, no, I've never heard of this at all. You're joking, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Of course, I've heard of the Roswell incident. Yep. Do you believe in UFOs? Uh, I believe aliens exist. Do I believe that we've ever run into them though? No. Or do they have crashed in a? No, nah, I just I think. It's too big. The universe is too big. I just think, yeah. I think if they're out there, I mean, they're out there for almost certainly. Well, yeah, that, like you said, yeah. our galaxy is massive. Yeah. And then there's just, we can see other galaxies from here. Yeah. Like, I just don't think that, I don't think they could get here. Okay, fair enough. Anyway. You know what? I challenge them to get here right now. <laughs> we gonna, are we sending cheeky towels out into the cosmos, are I we? I hope so. That would make me very happy. What, a little blue dot past the yellow sun? Yeah. Oh, should we be giving directions? I don't know. Yeah, why not? Okay. What are they going to do? Get here? Uh, <laughs> you shouldn't have left the window open. I was say, why are you looking out the window? <laughs> um, this episode was tough for me, boy. Um, Is it because you can't read? It's not because I can't read. It's- um, you, Can you read? Yeah, I can read. Okay, good. I'm reading right now. I'm reading my notes. <laughs> very specific notes. Yeah, very specific notes. I- it's tough for me because I've heard of this incident growing up, as yep. many people have. Yeah. Not uh, me, though. Never heard of it quite young. I remember being quite young when like first hearing about it or whatever like that. I don't want to say I believed it was a UFO, uh, but I can't really say I didn't believe it either. I don't know. Like, yeah, it's just, it was really interesting doing the research um, and having to really critically think about it for the first time. Yeah. Uh, It's really hard to explain. Like, and and the other thing is this research, it chewed me up and spat me out. Yeah. There is, there is, so much information out there. Yeah. And I'll bet all of it is like logical and um, well-researched and like referenced well and not at all garbage. And not just on Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> no. I'll like, bet you didn't use Wikipedia. Uh, I use Wikipedia. There's history.com. <laughs> there's, you know- Oh, history.com. Do you know how many books out oh, there- At least two. Have been written about- At least two. This incident. Yeah. There's so many books referenced- More than two? More than two. Okay. I've got a website open here- it's yep. literally a Roswell.org? No. Uh, I don't know where I got it from. Just but, type in Roswell.org. Does that exist? Uh, I couldn't tell you because my laptop doesn't have internet. No. Let me do it. You can do that. Yeah. While you do that, I will tell you about this document. All right. It is media.defense.gov and it is the Roswell report. And it is a 999 page report on Roswell. It's just one report, a thousand pages. And not to, like I said, not to mention the books. The so-called like video documentaries. Yeah, like, right. This thing is massive. This research spat me out because there's just so much of it. So hopefully I'm going to do it justice and 
Even um, if you don't, at least make it fun. Yeah, I've got to try and make it fun. So, Roswell.org does not exist, but this is the- You know, like when you go to a website that doesn't exist and it's like an ad for buying it? Yeah. It, look at it. It's got a UFO on it. They know their market. Nice, nice. They we might, we might get into a bit of that kind of stuff at the end of the episode. There's, yeah. Um, I don't have it written down in my notes, but I've got it up here. Like I said, there's so much information out there. If you ever want to- It's not hard to Google. Like, if you want to- there's plenty of videos and stuff like that. There's, it's just, like I said, there's just so much. And I found it really tough trying to get everything I've read and watched and all that and put it down into some sort of notes for the, for the episode. But yeah, let's get into it. Well, before you do that, oh, do you remember actually, our little weird incident last time we recorded? I, the, I, I just remembered call? something else I wanted to yeah. get into before we started, right, but well, no. It's um, my story then. Yeah, phone call. Yeah. So, you remember we had that weird phone call last time we recorded? Yeah. Uh, there has been an update. Ooh. Yeah, I didn't tell you about Ooh. this until just now. But you're still here because I remember joking that you weren't going to be here. I'm and not I was going to be dead, doing with new but I think I think they were trying to get me. Was again. it the Matrix? No. Okay. I mean, it might be. Um, so earlier this week, uh, not this week, last week, I'm at work. It's like maybe five thirty, having a chat with a few people in the afternoon. Yeah. Yep. Random phone number calls me. I'm like, oh, that's weird. Could just be someone from work that I haven't saved their number. So I answer it, and it's let me put this delicately. <laughs> A non-English speaking voice. Yes. Uh, and they're like, oh, hey, it's whoever's name from Roy Morgan Research. Oh. Trying to do a survey. Is this, is this Aaron? I'm like, who's this? Well, no, they, answered, they started they it with- They just said who it was. Yeah. yeah so, they, I got that wrong. They started with, is this Aaron? Yes, right. And I'm like, who's this? And they're like, oh, whoever from Roy Morgan Research. You know, we're just doing a survey on people about the effects of COVID-19 on the, econo- the economy. I'm like- all right. And so, they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. So, have you got a job at the moment? I'm like, sorry, who's calling? Oh, you know, whoever from Roy Morgan Research. Why are you calling from a mobile number? Boop. 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 Yeah. So, it uh, it hasn't ended. Uh, the, the weird calls continue. The mystery continues. Yeah. I mean, I get like calls every day saying that I've purchased a $700 Apple product from Amazon. I mean, stop doing that then. Anyone who knows me. Knows that's not true. He buys stuff from Amazon (laughs) all the time. I do buy stuff from Amazon all the time. Not Apple products. Buy stuff on somebody else's Prime account. I have my own Prime account. Thank you very much. It was a dollar fifty movie. Get over it. Or fifteen. You're drinking a five dollar Canadian club that I've given you. How many beers (laughs) have I given you, boy? (laughs) Lots. I know. I shouldn't have brought that up. Um, The thing I wanted to bring up, boy, is this episode will be released on the thirty fifth anniversary of Bloomfest. Oh, nice. first episode. First episode, the one with the worst audio yep. and the most nervous host. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and every man. <laughs> but yeah, this comes out on the 28th of September. So I still love that story. That's still my favorite. I, obviously, I only realized I remember because- yeah. We did a whole thing the other week where you tried to work it out. That too. And it's two days before my birthday. And it's oh, the same right. year as my birthday. Yeah. So, I know exactly- Yeah, and I definitely know your birthday's coming up. You should. Just uh, update your- uh, Calendar. Uh, no. Definitely not the calendar. I'm updating your contact in my phone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, let's get into- Yeah, while Roswell. I'm not distracted, do that. <laughs> What's your name in my phone? Oh, he's that's got right, it yeah. something it's weird. backwards. Yeah. Oh, no, that's right. Serious business as I see it the second or something. Uh, yeah. All right. Get into it, boy. I'm paying attention. Okay. So, first off, we're going to discuss the facts, as you might call them. Okay. The, the evidence. When, when, I I say, last week. when I say facts, I mean these are the- um, like I said, facts or whatever that are on both sides of the coin. Okay. Accepted. So like people who believe it's a, an alien event. Yeah. And people who don't. Okay. Like, so they both understand, they both look at all this and go, yeah, that's. This is what happened. Yeah. All right. And then afterwards we'll get into theories and conspiracies, stuff Just like quickly, that. Just quickly, 30th of September. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Cool. 
I mean, I know that. And what year? 1968? Yes. <laughs> Got him. Uh, so we'll start with the discovery. It happened It happened in uh, early-ish July. Yeah. 1947. So from what I remember, like people kind of saw something happen and they went out looking for it, right? No. that's oh. It's nothing that I've researched says they saw anything happen. Okay. So nobody was out the back like, oh, no, March, no fireball or anything like that. There is okay. another incident that if we've got yep. time at the end, we can quickly cover that okay. that happened in. But no, this was in early July of 1947. Yeah. Uh, like I said, the rancher, William Brazel, who worked on JP Foster Ranch. Mm-hmm. He was out doing his morning thing, checking on his sheep. I'm pretty sure it was a sheep ranch. Checking on sheep and all that. And he's come across this debris field. Okay. So that's oh, how it was so found. His, his property uh, or not. I, I think he just works on the ranch. It's okay. someone else's property. Right, he's yeah. just a worker on there. Okay. But he's not just like out wandering. No, no. He's out okay. doing a job and he's come across this random debris. He was quoted a couple of days later stating that the uh, debris field was, and I quote, yeah. a large area of bright wreckage made up of rubber strips, tinfoil, and a rather tough paper and sticks. Okay. So it sounds like a kid's art project. It does sound like a kid's art yeah. project, doesn't it? So That's but- a pretty weird thing to come across like when you're doing your job though. Well, yeah, you, if you're just, like, we're not on a ranch, but you can go yeah. for a walk down the road yeah. and there's a there's a field down there and then you see metal and, yeah. like, out of place. Yeah. What's the weirdest thing you found when you're working? Well, uh, I'm going to, uh, it's not really weird, but uh, when I was working in housing commission, we'd oh, have drug no. houses. Yeah. I thought you were going to tell me about the body. Oh, yeah, there was a body. I did find a body once. Oh. Well, that's a downer. Yeah. I found a poo-filled drain. I mean, Nami. Yeah, people I work with, you know what I'm talking about. Punami. <laughs> well, you're not a plumber, so that is strange. I mean, if you were a plumber, yeah, that's not really that strange. It was foul, dude. <laughs> Toilets clogged up. Ugh. Yeah, I, I would say, apart from the body, I'm going to yeah. say like drug houses where um, people get words the cops are on and they just take off and leave everything there. Yeah. So like a, a motorbike in a, uh, a bedroom, I found. So. Sounds like a Simpsons episode. <laughs> Could yeah. be. Um, another description. Yep. Of what was found. Mm-hmm. A mess of metallic sticks held together with tape, chunks of plastic and foil reflectors and scraps of heavy, glossy, paper-like material. Okay. So, they've said tape. Yes. Real alien material tape. I, I know. It's not sounding very alien at the <laughs> no, moment, Not is at it? all. It sounds very much like it's like a weather balloon or something. Ooh. Foreboding boy. I like your gut check there. You're getting yeah. there close. That's one of the theories. Almost well, like I know that theory. Yeah. Well, I say theory loosely. Okay. <laughs> William... <laughs> John's down the conspiracy uh, hole. William wasn't too sure of what he'd found, so he reported it to the local authorities. As you should. Yeah. This was on July the 6th, so that was the first time I come across an actual date. So yep. um, we're looking at, like I said, sometime maybe late June it was found. Okay. And early. it took him a while to report it. Yeah, there's no actual time frame of when he found it to when he reported just that it was reported on the 6th of July. Yeah. Um, he reported it to the local sheriff, uh, Sheriff George Wilcox. Yep. Who in turn? Coxie. Who in turn uh, rang the local air force base? Okay, that's odd. Oh, I guess not. If he's like, oh, maybe this is something from the air force. Potentially, yeah. Yeah, like it's something um, they both couldn't identify, so that's why. Yeah. Um, My gut check on that is that it's weird, though. Yeah. Yeah. Side note about uh, Walker Air Force Base, which was the local one. Yeah. Uh, known at the time as I think at the time it was. Walker, and it's now known as Roswell Army Air Base, or it's the other way around. I think it was back then it was known as Roswell Army Air Base. Yeah. Short, uh, shortened to RAAF. Very confusing for me uh, while doing this research. Rough. Rough. So after World War II, the 509th Composite Group, uh, which okay. is like a, a squadron, yep. uh, was relocated to the base. 
and the commander at that time was Colonel Paul Tibbets, and he is famous for flying the Enola Gay. Okay. Do you know that? Yes, I do know the Enola Gay. Yeah, that was uh, Hiroshima? Yes, he mm. dro- uh, that's the plane that dropped the little boy on Hiroshima. Yep. Do we want to fight about how we pronounce that? Or? Nah, <laughs> I'm good to be wrong. Okay. I know I'm terrible at words. Uh, and then- uh, and You messed up pretty much everything in the Battle of Midway, so- oh, you know. I did not get stuffed. Uh, he was replaced, Paul was replaced by Colonel William H. Blanchett in January of 1946. So, okay. at the time of uh, Roswell, it was this Colonel William H. Blanchett. Okay. So, Blanche. Yeah, Blanche. Anyway, that's just a little side note, little interesting thing about the Roswell Army okay. Air Base. I, I thought it was cool. Anyway, so the sheriff reported- Hang on. So, the interesting tidbit was that the guy that dropped the bomb on Hiroshima wasn't there anymore. It wasn't there anymore, but he was there. <laughs> Tidbit. Yeah, this bloke, you know, super important to history. He wasn't there, but he was at one point. <laughs> He's not involved at all, but anyway. Oh, come on. It's a little bit interesting. <laughs> sure. you got th- you got to think, later on, when we start going into conspiracies and stuff like that, Yeah, it's a pretty well-regarded airbase, right? Because it was important. It had this guy- I mean- and they had the, 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 Was it, or has it become? A bit of both. I yeah. don't- The planes didn't take off from this airbase that dropped the bombs, but- the squadron was eventually based there. So, you would yeah. think there's some sort of reputation with it or something or- Yeah. That's, uh, all right. Sure. I'll, I'll play along with that. Anyway, I thought it was interesting. I thought I'd just little chuck it in. It's just it's an important piece of sure. human history. All right. I'll, I'll be sure to reference it every time it matters. <laughs> it's not going to matter ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, I hope you enjoyed this uh, three minutes of your life that you're not getting back. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, boy. <laughs> Got him. Rattle well, you- him. You've missed this week's pun too. You never, you didn't drop a pun. Oh yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I even thought about one to begin with. Do we want to stop now and just arbitrarily add it in halfway through? Nah, okay. I'll, I'll I'll try. Uh, all right, let me think of one. Um, uh, what's something to do with aliens? Uh, I mean, there's a pretty obvious one. They're just ready to slap you in the face. But is it a probing joke? No. Oh well, that's where I was going. Okay, well, go let's, on then. let's probe this story. <laughs> See what's up there. <laughs> yep. Right up there, boy. Oh, no, that's terrible. I was thinking abduct me with this story, but whatever. Abduct me? That's terrible compared to probe It me. is. A pun is meant to be terrible. I think mine was better. I think yours was terrible, but- Boy, could you get any of those pillows to stay oh, up? Oh, just- Trying to have a professional sounding recording. Yeah, with pillows, thanks. <laughs> what? Just allow me to take a photo of that. What happened? Oh, my head. <laughs> <laughs> no. God damn. Uh, uh, that was going to go up in the, uh, the episode. <laughs> It's probably not anything. Oh, but- oh, <laughs> Why did you fling it like that? I had to stop it. <laughs> oh, no. uh, everyone, what you're hearing is a brief intermission. Uh, <laughs> As the uh, sound ending pillow behind me fell, it uh, went straight for the old Canadian club that, we- that I'm drinking. Knocked it over. Enjoy this smooth, license-free jazz. For the next couple of seconds <laughs> while we clean up. All right, boy. Uh, it, it, that's all clean now. Uh, yep. Let's get back to it. I'm disappointed. I've wasted half my drink. It was basically full, wasn't it? Uh, pretty, yeah, three quarters. Yep. Not anymore. So we were, the sheriff reported um, what he'd found to the military. Specifically, yep. Intelligence Officer Major Jesse Marcel. Not the guy that dropped the bomb on the- uh... No. Oh, okay. No, we've moved past that not relevant, <laughs> interesting bit. 
Um, he assembled a team and headed out to the ranch. Yeah. Um, there's not a lot of detail here, uh, but I'm guessing around about July 7th, they inspected the debris and there was reports from uh, neighbours and townspeople of trucks leaving the ranch over the next couple of days. Okay. So I'm guessing what they, uh, what they were doing is they were taking whatever they found back to base. However, the next day is when it gets interesting. Ooh. On July... July. 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 On July 8th, 1947, RAAF, which is the Roswell Air Army. Yep. Uh, yeah, Roswell Air Army Force, base, whatever. I'm I've, sure that's exactly how it's written yeah, on their I've badges. Completely, Roswell com- Air yep. Army uh, Base, base um, whatever. Force, uh, whatever. <laughs> Roswell Army Air Base. There you go. Yep. Where's the F come from? I don't know. All right. I, I, I don't know. Wow, so you know about Mr. Tidbit or whatever his name was, but you don't know that. I'm just looking up notes. It's not going to matter. I don't know why. All right, skip it. Move on. Um, so, yes, the next day, um, the public information officer, Walter Hutt, H-A-U-T, issued a press release stating that personnel from the field's 509th operation, operations group had recovered a flying disc. All right. Which had landed on a ranch near Roswell. This was then uh, published by numerous newspapers. So that day and the next day, there were multiple newspapers newspapers with the headlines, Army Captures Flying Disc. Okay. So somebody's got hold of it, decided to tell everyone. Uh, this was a military public information officer. This oh, guy okay. re- released this to the newspapers like a press release saying right. that we've captured a flying disc. So no one said to him, hey, mate, shut the hell up. Not yet. Okay. That's one of the uh, things that comes next. So on the next uh, next day, so uh, July 9th, yep. uh, newspaper Roswell Daily Record printed an article saying that the object found was a weather balloon. So yep. the day after saying that the army had captured flying the flying disc, disc now yep. they're saying it's a weather balloon. Okay. And this is where we, the earlier quote where I said um, the guy who found it was saying like paper and sticks yeah. and all that, this is where his quote comes from. It was on- Okay. That news article saying that... Um, so, his was on the weather balloon one? Well, yeah, on the weather balloon article, this is he, he was quoted saying that it was okay. just sticks. And I can go back and say that again. A large area of bright wreckage made up of rubber strips, tinfoil, and a rather tough paper and sticks. Okay. Um, again, there's a bit of hearsay coming in, but I did read something saying that um, one of the officers that were dealing with this yeah. received a message from the FBI. Okay. Like saying, yes, this is a weather balloon type of thing like that. So, okay. But there's no, like, evidence that that actually happened? No, no. Um, right. On the socials- Put that I, on the I don't believe pile. On on the socials, I, I will be getting a picture. There's, like, a picture of the newspaper article saying- Yeah. Army captures flying disc. Okay. I'm, I'm not sure if I've seen one that says weather balloon, but we'll, I'll have a look and we'll get it up yeah. there anyway. But consecutive days, two different official- yeah. Stories coming out from the uh, government and the military. Um, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. That's... Okay. Nothing Nothing was heard of this, again, for almost 30 years afterwards. Like, yeah. it happened in 1947 and renewed interest in it didn't come back until about 1978. All right. So, that already says to me, there's been a lot of time between incident and people starting to give a crap about it. Starting to give a crap about it, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, what brought up the... The incident back up was in February of 78. Jesse Marcel, which was the intelligence officer. Yeah. He was interviewed and in, uh, well, he was interviewed in February. And in November of that same year, the interview 
was released yeah. in a documentary called UFOs Are Real. Um, it wasn't until two years later, in 1980, another interview was aired with Jesse Marcel, yep. saying that, and I quote, "Okay, they wanted some comments from me, but I wasn't at liberty to do that. So all I could do is keep my mouth shut. And okay. General Remy is the one who discussed, told the newspapers, I mean the newsmen, what it was, and to forget about it. It was nothing more than a weather observation blued. Of course, we both knew differently. Okay, so he's certain this wasn't, this ain't no balloon. Yeah. He's, he's pretty certain that it's not a balloon. Okay. Um, so, now let's get into some of the theories. Oh, let's go. Uh, the first one is a weather balloon. Okay. Pretty uh, cut and dry. Yeah. So, this theory- In my, Like, from what I've heard, that's what I believe. Yeah. So, um, pretty much all I've got for this is just what the government has said constantly. There's, mm. There is a picture of uh, the intelligence officer, Jesse Mattel, like, with some debris. It's yeah. black and white, whatever. Again, yep. that'll be on the socials. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it. It's just what the government has said um, over the years that it's yeah. just a weather balloon. They just nothing else to worry about. Nothing here. else to worry about. Go look over there. Yep. Until 1994. Okay. Which leads us into the next series. Right. So I'm two. Hey. I'm two at this point. What do you mean you're two? 94. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next series is. Well, I'm pooping my pants. What's going on in Roswell? Project Mogul. Okay. Ever heard of that? No, but it sounds dope. Yeah. All right. So, this is another official government story. So, now we're at three. Mm. We've had the press release saying flying saucer. Yep. We've had one saying for like almost 40 years now, or almost 50 years, that it's a weather balloon. balloon. Yep. And now this one in 1994 saying that the US Air Force, um, they released a report uh, stating that, you know, they, well, they conceded that the weather balloon story had been bogus. So, the Air Force came out and said- Yep. Yeah, it wasn't a weather balloon. It wasn't a weather balloon. Why would they do that? Because yeah. um, in this explanation, they said the wreckage was from a, dis- uh, from a spy device. And back then it was uh, classified. So I guess to cover up their classified spy device, they said yeah. it was weather balloon. But in actual fact, it was this um, device from Project Mogul. It was so a- how many years later is 94? Uh, 47. Okay, is that the end of some sort of, like, classified period or, like... Oh, like freedom of information? I don't know. I don't think so. Why, why did they release this? I'm not sure. So, well, let's go into this Project Mogul, what it is. It's a spy device, um, and it was... The, this is the device. The device was a connected string of high-altitude balloons equipped with microphones, and it was designed to float, like, over the USSR, detecting okay. sound waves yep. uh, at a stealth distance. Um they're trying to detect the Soviets' attempts at um, testing atomic bombs. Yeah. So, because Project Mogul was a covert operation, um, the, new, the new report claimed a false explanation of the crash was necessary to prevent giving away details of their spy work. Yeah, I mean, I could believe that. I just don't know why they would come out with this in 94. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't come across anything saying That why. in itself, to me, is suspicious. Like, why are you saying that? Why just, like, out of the blue, they're just like, Oh, you know that thing that nobody's asking us about? Yeah, yeah this. Yeah, I, I, I can't tell you. I don't have any information of why they're yeah. coming out. I can okay. say that these devices were only used for like a year or two because they were- Obviously, they weren't very good. Well, they were inaccurate and they weren't very good and they were replaced yeah. with better technology. I mean, with my advanced degree in audio engineering, kind of sounds like a bit of a weird choice to put balloons up in the air and be like, yeah, what are we listening for? Planes? Yeah. So, I think- yeah, like I said, the device was described as like multiple weather-type balloons, um, and it had yeah. like a hexagon-shaped foil 
thing underneath it. So I guess yeah. probably like a big diaphragm. Yeah, I guess if someone knew what a weather balloon looked like, yeah, this doesn't might look like a weather balloon. Well, it kind of didn't look like a weather balloon. So oh, okay. the, the, the sheriff and the initial people yeah. who found it might have gone, well, this doesn't look like a weather balloon. Like, yeah, I mean, when you think weather balloon, you don't really think foil, do you? Not really. I'd, yeah, it's yeah. Um, I've got another quote here. Okay. He said the military decided to conceal. This is the tidbit. No, this is. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is an, an explanation that's come out. Yeah, but about it's not the gay guy. No, no. Okay. The military yeah, not decided. Can I say it? <laughs> I'd rather keep making fun of you for that. Oh boy, I thought you might have found that. I thought you, of all people, would have found that interesting. I'm not a World War. I guess I am a bit. Yeah. All right. Well. Okay. Fair play. The quote. Yeah. The military decided to conceal the true purpose of the crash device, nuclear test monitoring, and instead inform the public that a crash that the crash was a weather balloon. Okay. The balloon had been launched from Amagordo Airfield a month earlier and it carried A month earlier. Yes. Okay. It carried a radar reflector and classified project mogul sensors for experimental monitoring of Soviet nuclear testing. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah. I was like, it's been up there for a month, but they didn't see it crash. It just came across it. Yeah. Yeah. So my problem yeah. with this theory is, why would you first come out and say it was a flying saucer? If this was some sort of top secret maybe the guy's spy got, device. Maybe the guy's got the, the like inter-office memo that says, don't mention the fact <laughs> that it's top secret and it's not a flying saucer. Yeah. Don't mention that. And but, the guy's like, all right, I'll mention that. But like, if it- why would you say that? Because wouldn't that just want people to go there and have a look at it? If it's yeah, top it's the office dingus. Yeah, okay. Don't He's say an intelligence this. officer, though. You can be an idiot and be an intelligence officer. No, that's fair. Obviously, you can. He's told everyone it's a flying saucer. Well, it wasn't. Yeah, okay. Don't say it's a flying saucer. All right, got it. Everyone, it's a flying saucer. Does it taste a bit flat, does it, boy? Uh, no, there must have been stuff in the cooler, because as I tipped it up, it's coming on my pants. All right, the next theory. You yep. might find this one interesting. All right. The USSR panic attack theory. Nice. Already like it from the name. So in 2011, uh, American journalist uh, Annie Jacobson featured a claim that Joseph Mengele, a German SS officer and a doctor at Auschwitz. 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 I said that, didn't I? What did I say? Well, again, you said it wrong immediately afterwards. Auschwitz. You know know exactly what I'm talking about. Auschwitz. 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 Ouch, which mortis and tendon joints. Okay. <laughs> it was a doctor at Auschwitz. Was recruited by Soviet leader Joseph Stalin to produce grotesque child sized aviators to be remotely piloted and land in America in order to cause hysteria similar to Olson Wells' War of the Worlds. So hang on, that makes it sound like they're not human, but are they human? Is what? So it, it was saying that this German doctor. Yep. To create deformed children, yep. fly them remotely into America and crash them to cause oh. panic in the United States. What's the point of the children? To make them look like aliens. Okay. So, I mentioned Orson Welles' War of the Worlds. Have yeah. you heard of that? Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. I was thinking of doing an episode on it. The panic that was- Yeah. Yeah, right. So, um, yeah, that's what they yeah. were hoping to do. Um, and they were also trying to get that- uh, America's early warning radar system would become right. overwhelmed with everyone going, oh, I've seen a UFO. Yeah. Or... Seeing all these things come in, I guess. Yeah, yeah. 
Unfortunately, there's no evidence of these experiments existing in Soviet archives, and if panic was the goal, it uh, failed pretty miserably because no panic. Nobody it. really cared nah, for no 30 cared. years. No. Nah. Unless it was a real slow burn of a play. So now onto the big one. Yeah. The UFO crash theory. All right. Conspiracy. Yeah, this is, like I said, this is a big one. There's so much to read about it. My head is swimming with all the information out there, and I just got completely lost in the weeds. Yep. All right, so John's a conspiracy theorist now. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Uh, that means yes. Um, before 1947, UFO sightings? Yep. Not a lot. Yeah. I know that it became like a big thing in the middle of the 20th century. After 1947? Yeah. There's so many more. Yeah. So this is kind of like the one that kicked it off, I guess. You heard of the Phoenix Lights, right? Uh, yeah, but I don't know exactly yeah. what they are. Yeah. All right. All right. So, I, if you want, I can go. I've got uh, a list of UFO sightings. We can quickly go through a few. Sure. Um, go through some biggies. No smallies. No smallies. Well, the first one on... Wiki- this is a Wikipedia page. Okay. Uh, the first one is 1440 BC. Okay. Wow. From, okay. From Egypt, fiery yep. discs. Um, okay. Scribes to the Pharaoh reported fiery discs were encountered floating over the skies. Okay. So that's the first one. Then you've got a couple um, in the very early after um, we've got BC here and CE, whatever. Yeah. Um, so Roman Empire ones. And then nothing until about 1561 through to 1668. Yeah. So they're all through time. All through all time. All through recorded history. You've got. Uh, People staring up at the sky and going, huh? Uh, the one in 1561 is Nuremberg. Nuremberg? Nuremberg. Nuremberg? 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 It's the same place, isn't it? No. Oh, okay. Well, maybe. I don't know. Nuremberg and the Holy Roman Empire. Residents of Nuremberg saw that they uh, saw what they described as an aerial battle followed by the appearance of large black triangular objects and then a large crash outside of the city. Did anyone go and investigate that? Oh, I'm not going into it, but that's just the quick, yeah. okay. br- like quick blurb on it. Ancient aliens, brilliant TV show. Uh, we got one, another one in Mexico from 1883. Yeah, uh, astronomer Jose Bontilla reported that he saw more than 300 dark, unidentified objects crossing the sun disc while observing sunspot activity. Okay, could have just been beetles walking across it, but right. <laughs> across his little yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fair. Holy enough. crap! I don't know what accent that was. It wasn't Mexican, <laughs> but some sandflies or midge flies yeah. or something like that. Guys, you won't believe what I saw. Um, Battle of Los Angeles. Yeah, that one's dope. 1942. Yeah, Battle of Los Angeles is cool. I thought it was just a movie. No. Unidentified aerial objects. Are you thinking of the movie- Battle of Los Angeles? Yeah. Is that like not based on true events? No. Isn't that the one with like Godzilla and stuff in it? Uh, I actually haven't seen it, so I don't know. Okay, another movie we haven't seen. Not a blockbuster this time. Uh, This says unidentified aerial objects trigger the firing of thousands of anti-aircraft rounds and raise the wartime alert status. Yeah. So, yeah, in Los Angeles, they're just like, hey, what's that stuff? Doof, 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 for hours at the sky. And there's nothing there. I don't know. They never shot anything down. So Interesting. Can you imagine being a resident in Los Angeles and And all of a sudden they're just firing anti-aircraft guns and you're like, oh. Um, and yeah, there's a few more in the um, 1940s. Yeah. Up until Roswell. Okay. And then after Roswell, we've just, there's- Everything everywhere. So yeah. many. So, so many. Let's see what yeah. the latest one was. Latest one here says the 21st of February, uh, 2021. Okay. Uh, pilot's UFO sighting over New Mexico. Another one over New Mexico. The pilot. Oh, pilot. 
Yeah, the okay. pilot at an altitude of 37,000 feet reported seeing a long cylindrical object that almost looked like a cruise missile type thing moving really fast right over the top of them. According to the published audio, American Airlines confirmed that the radio transmission came from Flight 2292. The FAA, a few days later, stated a pilot reported seeing an object over New Mexico shortly after noon local time. And it sounds uh, like it might have been a missile. The FAA air traffic controllers did not see any object in the area on their radar scopes. Okay. That's a bit weird. Yeah. Anyway, back to Roswell. Yeah. So, like I said, lots of sightings coming through after 1947. Yeah. So, the first, I guess, bit of supporting evidence for the UFO is the press release the day after. The, the army yep. saying they captured a flying a disc. A flying yeah. disc, a flying saucer. I'll do for McGee in the PR department. Um, like I said, I've met, I read many reports of eyewitnesses seeing stuff being loaded into trucks, bodies taken away, um, okay. grey skin bodies, size right. of 10-year-olds. Yeah. Like, um, But when was that stuff written? That Okay, well, that is interesting because that's in like the anti, like the yeah, okay. counterpoint. That was, there was no mention of bodies until I think it was uh, 70. So it was okay. like 30 years later. Yeah. So someone's someone, got hold of the story and they're like, oh, I saw bodies. I saw, I saw bodies. The other thing that was mentioned is that, I, like, there was, like I said, many witnesses, like over ninety people or whatever, like that. But apparently, yeah. there's only like four or five ever get mentioned. Yeah. Okay. As count like yeah. people who saw stuff. Um, the other interesting thing is um, Wright Patterson Airfield. Ever heard of that place? I've heard of the name. Yeah. Uh, well, named after the Wright brothers. Yeah. Um, and Patterson. Yeah, I don't know who that's named after, <laughs> but someone. Uh, it's believed to be the original Area 51. Did they believe okay. that if there was a craft, that's where it was taken to, right, Patterson Airfield, okay. um, specifically to Hangar 18. And again, Ooh. I read things of people asking to go to Hangar 18, yeah. like high-ranking politicians, yeah. not allowed, can't go in there. This is the place where, like I said, they're meant to be the craft yeah. taken, and this is the place where the autopsies yeah. were okay. meant to take place. Of the bodies that didn't get heard of till the 70s. Yeah, because yeah. um, Area 51 didn't exist at the time. Yeah. Area 51 would not be established until about eight years later. Right. In the like late 70s? Uh, no. Uh, so eight oh, years, like maybe about 50s. 55. Okay. Yeah, yeah. mid 50s. So I'm going to focus on Walter Hart. Hot. Okay. H A, like it's H A U T. Hort. 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 Hortie. So he was the publicity officer that originally published the. Yeah. Doofus McGee. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, oh, that's what they said not to say. Whoops. So in December of 2002. Okay. Hort, some time later. Yeah, Hort signed a sealed affidavit in which he went into more detail about the craft, debris, and bodies and cover-up. Okay. Um, the interview and the affidavit was not to be released until he died. He didn't want this coming out until after he died. Okay. Uh, which was in 2005. All right. Didn't you say? Oh, 2002. Right. Yeah. So he, he, he wrote yeah, this yeah, affidavit yeah. in 2002 for not to be released. Released until, he, until he's back. And it was released yeah. in 2005. Okay. Um, the full text version of it was released in 2007 yep. in a book. Okay. Uh, if you want to look it up, Witness to Roswell, Unmasking the 60-Year Cover-Up. That's the name of the book. Okay. Uh, and according to the authors, Hort had sworn to his friends, uh, Colonel Blanchard, not Hort had sworn to his friend, Colonel Blanchard, not to reveal in his lifetime the events he witnessed and therefore told researchers either that he could not remember or that he had only prepared and released the information that was given to him at the time and denied anything well, and denied he knew anything else. But, like, wasn't he just in the PR department? Or uh, like a journalist or something? Why does he know everything? 
Well, he was there, but the, he's part of military. He's a yeah. he's a um, media officer, I guess. Yeah. So. All right. Sure. Yeah. I guess he. I'm pretty sure he was. He was there at the base when all yeah. the stuff coming okay. in. Anyway, seems like also in a great position to just make stuff up. Well, he's also friends of the uh, guy in charge, so maybe okay. he was just hanging around. Yeah. So in his affidavit, Hort stated that on July eighth, yeah, nineteen forty seven. Following the press release he put out in the afternoon, uh, he was taken out to a base hangar by Colonel Blanchard. There he saw an egg-shaped craft about 15 feet long and yep. several small bodies about four feet tall with large heads. Okay. He was convinced the bodies were alien and had come from the crashed spacecraft. Okay. So he's saying that he saw... So he reckons the egg-shaped craft is the spacecraft. That, that what they found, yep. Okay. He also stated that there'd been two crash sites at right. Roswell uh, that he'd become aware of. Uh the first, a large debris field, about 75 miles, or what's that in kilometres? Uh, 130, sure. 130 kilometres northwest of Roswell. Yep. Um, this is the site that we know of where yep. the rancher found. Okay. Um, and the second, about 40 miles north of town, so what's that, about 80 kilometres, mm. um, where the main craft and bodies were found. So the one that we knew of, was yep. just a little debris field and there was a secondary crash site where that's where the craft and the bodies were. So the rancher didn't find that. Yeah. Um, whatever. Uh, said so the north side, had, this says the north side had been, uh, the north site had just been found by civilians on July 7th and apparently word had already gotten out about it in the public. Right. So they reckon the other site was one that they already knew about, but the other one that civilians found? Yeah, it says, yeah, that's confusing. Okay. That's confused right. me. Um at the staff morning meeting on July 8th, which Hort said he attended, key officers at the base were briefed and strange debris was handed around, okay. which nobody could identify. Hort also said that there was a discussion as to what the public was to be told. General Ramey had flown in uh, to attend the meeting. Hort said Ramey suggested telling the public about the more distant debris field as a diversion from the more accessible and more important bodycraft site. Right. He felt Remy was following orders from the Pentagon. Hort also added that he was not aware at the time exactly what information was to be divulged. But the press release he put out a few hours later spoke of the more distant site in terms, in general terms, saying that the Army Air Force had come into possession of a flying disc with cooperation of a local rancher. And it was being flown on to higher headquarters after being examined at the base. Okay. Higher headquarters quickly turned out to be General Ramey in Fort Worth, who within a few hours said the flying disc was misidentified weather balloon. Right. The cover-up. So, yeah, the cover-up, I guess, begins. Yeah. But so this was all, like I said, released after his death. Yeah. And it makes me believe, like, yeah, he made a promise to his mate. Yeah. Not to say anything. But if he was out to get rich or famous. He would release it when he was alive. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. It just, it just seems... Like, people who were there that weren't military were like, yeah, it was a bunch of sticks and tape and a bit of foil. Yeah. And yeah, that's the description are in the of military it. are like, oh, man, I don't know. Oh, oh could be anything. Weather balloon. Oh, weather balloon. And then out of nowhere in 94, they're like, was, oh, it wasn't a weather balloon. It was this secret spy device. Yeah. I just don't get what the army, like, wh- what are the military playing at? I don't know, but you'd think some of the people in the military, if it was a weather balloon, they'd be able to correctly identify it as a weather balloon straight away. Like You would think so. They wouldn't that's be the-, the thing that's most confusing for me is like, w- what are the military playing at? Yeah, there wouldn't be this press release, oh, we've got a flying disc. Like, yeah. What what happened there? Like, Yeah. I don't know if I believe it's aliens, but I believe something's going on. Something's going on, yeah. So, uh, that's the problem with this theory yeah. as well. There's like no evidence. 
But the only evidence we got is, like you said, the paper yeah. and sticks and all that. There's like a couple of photos of a bloke in a field with some rubbish. Yeah. And, and everyone's like, mm, yes, I've come to a conclusion from that. <laughs> well, the, the bloke in the field, this um, Jesse Marcel, the guy that's yeah. photographed the guy. with yeah. the stuff. Uh, not the, he's not the rancher, he's the intelligence yeah. officer. Um, I think he showed his son and his son died in 86. And now okay. his grandson is going on with the story. Um, and he's talking about how when his dad, which was the son of the bloke, showed him the stuff. It yeah. was it was like paper, but it was like a metal, and it couldn't be okay. cut, it couldn't be burnt, it couldn't be drilled oh, into. Right. Yeah, okay. They reckon. Sure. Yeah. So how did he get hold of it? Oh, apparently it was just handed around. Like little bits were handed around to like all these military people took stuff of it. Right. So they just took some of it. Yeah. So it's a massive military cover-up. Yeah. So but I, they just handed some of it out. They're like, "Take this home to your kids." Yeah. Even even the daughter of um, what was his name? Hort. 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 Um, she reckons she had some stuff that because oh, uh, where the, is it? If you've got it, bring it out. Yeah, Show us. Suppose, Show the yeah. world. Yeah. It's bit of the bit of paper. It's a massive cover-up. Also, they gave us some of it, and now it's in my house. No, they didn't. Nah, I'm off it. Okay. Um. The other problem is the military come out and said that the bodies people were bit yeah. sore. They were crash test dummies that they were part of this thing. They were okay. They were testing oxygen breathing devices, right? High right. up or whatever. Okay. So that's well. Where's that come from? That's like a new thing. Well, you know, I said people said they saw bodies being loaded yeah, in the trucks. But or why right. the military? Like, what? That doesn't fit with any of the other things they've said up until now. Yeah. They've said weather balloon. They've said. Something to determine if the Soviets, Soviets are, doing, are firing. Yeah. Oh, well, they reckon they had um, test dummies up there with experimental breathing devices in the same thing. Why is nobody making sense in uh, this? That's, this is why I got stuck with this research because yeah. there's all this different stuff. You're just like, what? And what? like the same sources giving contradictory and confusing information. It's mainly coming out of the military, yeah. Yeah, the military's like, oh, nothing to see here. Super secret. Also, we gave stuff out. Oh, it's a weather balloon. No, it's not. It's got dummies on it. Oh, whatever. What are they doing? I don't know. What else was happening there? That's what I want to know. Uh, the, the other thing with this is like you mentioned earlier before the Orson Welles War of the Worlds, like that happened a few years beforehand. So I guess yeah, it's the height of the Cold War. But that happened a few years before the 40s. Yeah. 70s is where all this it was stuff 19, was happening. Oh, uh, yeah. 1930s. 40s, everyone's like, oh, a bit of rubbish in the field. In but the 70s. It, like, it just disappeared. Yeah. For 30 years out of history, or 35 yeah. years out of history, and nothing was brought up. Like, Yeah, it just comes out of nowhere one day. Um, that was one of the things, too. The whole description of the aliens. Yeah. The short, grey, yeah. big head type of thing. Uh, if you want to take it as coincidence, it came after- um, oh, the This Barney, came after some movie, wasn't it? Uh, Barney and Betty Hill. Have you heard- You would have heard of I've them. I've heard of their names, yeah. It was in a Red Web episode. Yeah. They yeah. were like the first um, abductees. Yeah. yeah. And they come out and said that they they were abducted. That's what they saw, yeah. Yeah. And, and then all like, of oh, a, that's what I saw it was, well. Yeah. And then all of a sudden after that, um, people were using the same description. Yeah. That, yeah. So, I'm real negging on this one. Well, that's the thing that like, yeah, what, that's what, that's, that's yeah. the problem I had. Like, I didn't think it was a UFO, but. No, I, I don't believe for a second it's a UFO. No, nah, neither do I, but it's still yeah. confusing of what was happening. Like, yeah, what the real story is like, what are the military playing at? <laughs> why are they, yeah. Why what, are they being so weird about no this? The right hand's not talking to the left hand. What, yeah. And like all contradictory information, it just says to me that maybe it was some sort of military test of some sort. And they're like. I like the Project Mogul type thing. Yeah. 
Yeah. But then again, like you said, why 50 years later when no one's- I guess people were talking about it. Yeah, but not that much. And then 40 well, from, years later- From the 70s, yeah. they were talking about oh, it. Yeah, and that's yeah, why they've come yeah. out in the 90s going, okay, look, you're right. It wasn't the weather balloon. It was this other thing. Yeah, but thing. again, why? Why did they come out and say anything? Anyway, yeah, we're getting stuck in that again. But yeah, I don't- Whatever. Anyway, the town of Roswell, yeah. um, over the years, it's embraced- Yeah, of course they have. They've embraced the, the, yeah, the story. Yeah, come into my diner. Let me tell you about the Roswell incident. Well, you mentioned diner. Mm. I think Roswell would have the coolest McDonald's in the world. Yeah. It's the one with like all the aliens and stuff? No, it's- The McDonald's building is a, sh- a UFO shape. It's a flying nice. disc. Like, here, Love I'll, that. I'm going to- I'll chuck this up on the socials. Where's my bloody phone? I'll- Yeah. I'll Google it. Yeah, Google it. It's an awesome looking McDonald's. Like, there's a bit out the side for the playground now, but the town's fully embraced the crash spaceship thing. Like, you go there, everything's spaceship. You looked up the website earlier. It's spaceship. Roswell McDonald's. Oh, that's dope. Let's go to McDonald's in Roswell, boy. I want to go to McDonald's in Roswell. Hell yeah. Look at that building. That is cool. Horrifically impractical, but cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. Cool. So that's that's pretty much all I got. Like, um, yeah, military doing some funnies. Like I said, there's Roswell document that's a thousand pages long. Like, yeah, I'm getting a headache thinking of Rick. Like, because I I read some of it. It's I just feel like there's people are building this up to be way more than it is. Well, there's um, old mate, what's his name? Bob Lazar. Yeah, have you watched that thing on Netflix about him? I haven't watched it. No, but I've pretty good. I've heard. Multiple things like, you know, yeah. working on spaceships. But yeah. Funnily enough, I, when I researched into like, you know, Googling Bob Lazar, Roswell, yeah. there was nothing crossing over. So yeah. I don't know if the crafts he said he worked on was the one from Roswell or yeah. if it was a different one or there was no like crossover there either or anything like that. Yeah. I don't remember there being anything. So, yeah. Anyway, good episode, boy. Yeah, good story. Was, oh, mate. It's like I said, it's just. I think it more from it's, ooh, spooky alien story to. What are the military what are, doing? Yeah, what, yeah, what's going on? Um, so, yeah, you're, you're not picking up- What do nah, you reckon it was? I'm not picking anything up about you aliens. You reckon it was the Soviet listening device? I reckon it was something to do with that, yeah. The military are definitely up to something weird there. Like, the Air Force is up to something strange. Their PR guy obviously needs some more training. <laughs> well, he's dead now, so- Well, still. But even um, presidents have had fun with it. Like, yeah. Um, Obama yeah. had fun with it. Like, he rocked up to Area 51 saying, I come in peace type of thing. I'm going to be tongue-in-cheek trump was the latest one when asked about it he's like oh i would like to tell you about it sometime it's very interesting what's going on there and stuff like that like asked about area 51 and stuff yeah. like that. so i guess i don't know we'll ever uh, find out we'll never know one of the one of the other things now that i remember reading is that yeah. um a lot of our technological advances come from the roswell site like okay. sure they did yeah. like kevlar 3M tapes come a long way. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what they <laughs> They reckon Kevlar come from it, um, lasers, the semiconductors in sure. our computing and stuff yeah. like that. So, it's all okay. been reverse engineered from yeah, righto. Okay. the Roswell ship. Yeah, because they gave out so much of it. Well, you're right. They probably, yeah. 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 Anyway, um, yeah, we'll have some stuff up about this episode on our socials. Yeah, like, yep. Couple of pi- couple of piggies. Yep. Um, Cheeky Tales pod. Definitely have a Twitter, picture Instagram. of that McDonald's because that's just- Yeah, awesome. that's pretty cool. Yeah. Get that up there. Get that picture of that guy standing with some garbage in a field. Yep. You can get that yep. too. Cool. All right. Um, well, uh, this brings to the end our three weeks back to back. I'm very thankful to have a break. <laughs> uh, it'll be my turn next time. You have a break from editing, but you got to do your research now. Yeah, I know. <sighs> oh, well. Maybe we won't record at 10.30 on a, Saturday, on a Tuesday night. Uh, hopefully not. Sorry about that, boy. Been away <laughs> all the all right. weekend. Um, have you got 
a topic in mind that you want to share? I or? do. I've got a topic in mind. I don't know if I'm committed to it yet, so okay. I won't say it, but okay, uh, it's going to be a fun one again, I think. All right. Um, yeah. Hopefully one you've not heard anything about. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Um, like I said, if you want to get into it, there's a lot of information out there. Just be cautious going into because, like I said, like yeah. you mentioned it, the military is saying one thing, then they're saying something else, and then you've got all these people who've spent yeah. years doing research in it. Like, it's just, just- get, have some fun with it. Go, have go some down fun the with weeds. It, yeah. Find the craziest theory, believe that one, get a tattoo of it. <laughs> That's my tip. Anyway, uh, like and subscribe uh, if you can. Uh, I would suggest uh, sharing this with a friend because we really want to get the reach out there and, uh, and get more people listening. <laughs> what what friend should you share this with? What can it, someone who likes alien movies or- Share this with a friend who's used tape before. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, uh, well, we will see you in a fortnight's time, everyone. Thank you very much. Uh, Speak to you then. Good night, podcast world. <laughs> uh, what a weirdo. As if you'd say good night. What a weirdo. Isn't that right, Sean? What a weirdo. Goodbye, everyone. See ya.